Hello, hello, and welcome to part two of Wings, Beers, and Tears, where we take our oft-talked-about topic of hockey and we transition to the other springtime uh, ritual in this great city of ours, and that would be the NFL Draft, because it's all Redskins all the time in this area. And for one, Mr. Jerry, the NFL Draft is like, it's kind of on par with the Super Bowl, I think. Um you know, maybe like the Indy 500. Uh, no, what else? No, it's like 80s porn. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Hot. <laughs> and I, I think that there is so much talk in, in the NFL circles. The second the Super Bowl ends, everybody is just using your analogy. I mean, everybody just has a boner until, you know, the NFL draft starts. And then it's, you know... <clears throat> And then everybody goes crazy, and it's like, well, it's the draft. And, and you know, it, it boggles my mind how much time and energy is put into the draft. So, therefore, here we are in the great, in the great city of D.C., where our burgundy and gold are going to be mediocre again. And I don't really care what they do in the draft, because whatever they do, half the fan base is going to hate it. The other half's going to like it. And the guys that made the pick still don't know what the fuck they did. As long as we just win the offseason, who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, those days are long gone. Even when we won the offseason, we didn't. It's, it's just awful. So looking at the draft as a whole, it's turned into this giant spectacle, right? Round one gets an entire night devoted to it. But, sir, you are going to watch the whole thing, aren't you? I will watch the first 15 picks, and then when the skins draft, then I'll watch uh, on my phone. What I'll, if they tease you and move back to like 22? Well, then I'll go get something to eat. And, <laughs> but, you know, it, the length in between picks some is wings, ridiculous. <laughs> you can get some wings. The, the, first of all, everybody knows what they're going to do by this time. They've been looking at it for four months. They know all the trade scenarios. They have their boards. The fact that it's still a 15-minute discussion, they've already had talks with teams about trading up, so they've already had those preliminary inquiries. It's not like you're calling anybody cold and saying, hey, what do you want for this? It's your rekindling stuff. So it should be 10 minutes at most, and even like eight minutes would be even better. You could cut it in half, but they won't do it because it's a moneymaker. Oh, I was they want say, it, it's a They machine. want it to be three to four hours long. Without question. And it, it just dries it up. So I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. I don't think I've watched a live first round. Have you, Jeremy, in, in years? Not a whole thing. Hell no. I, I don't even think I've tuned in the last two years because I've been waiting for your texts to tell me exactly what the hell's going on, or I'll get like some notification on Twitter, you know, and I'm like, oh shit, I better tune in. Is Chris Berman even still on the telecast? No. Oh, thank God. I watched, I I liked Mike Mayock, obviously now he's with Oakland, but... uh, um, Skins could have hired him. Yeah, they could have. I like him. I I like the way he would break it down, but it's just too long. After about uh, the first 10 picks, I start to wane. I start to just check in on my phone. It's way too long. And now, of course, it's getting even worse because the NFL is cap- trying to capitalize on the popularity, and it's making it even more worse than it was. It was already too long. Right. Um, you don't need 15 minutes to make a pick. You need eight minutes and then move on to the next pick. Agreed. Because if you trade the pick, then that team gets 15 minutes. So it's like you trade. You, you don't trade for like the first 13 minutes, and then you trade to a team, and then they get 15 minutes to the pick. This is how stupid I am. I thought if, if somebody made that trade at like the 13-minute mark, I thought that the team they traded to had like five minutes. Nope, they have a whole full 15 minutes. Oh, Jesus Christ. So 
the first pick could technically take 30 minutes. When it's oh, yeah. It, oh. It, it, it can tech, it'll take 20 minutes if there's a trade because oh. that team – and nobody ever picks. They know who they're going to pick, and then they hold the card so they can build a drama. It's just annoying. So Jeremy and I should not play like a vodka tonic drinking game during the, the draft because we'd be shit-faced after like the pick, second pick. Sweet. <laughs> not even the second round, the second pick. Uh, so we've all done our draft research. We've all scoured the web. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Jeremy just picked uh, the, you know, the first insider he found. He's probably some jackass from like Detroit. It's probably yeah. like Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, you're better. Uh, he probably doesn't have access to a copier like you do, though. Um, but uh, the, the lack of consensus leads to so many permutations how the first round can go down. And I know that all these guys have to do a mock draft for their respective outlets, for their fan bases, and you know, et cetera. But it really is like throwing darts. Absolutely. It's worthless. Yeah, because between the, between the possible trades, between whoever's been picked and if that top guy is off your board and now you go elsewhere and, and, and everything else, I mean, it, it's literally impossible. Between the lies. Everybody lies. You may have a, a team may have a most trusted reporter, and they will lie straight to their face because they want to leak information. They want to misdirect. So if you really love a player, a lot of times you won't even visit the player. You won't meet with him at the combine. You won't have an interview with him because you don't want anybody to know you're going to draft him, and you will tell your own beat reporters that you're going in a different direction, and then lo and behold. Now, that's, so are they using all the data from everybody else that did all their well, you know, research? At, you know, you're at the Combine. And, well, first of all, you scout them throughout the year. So the, you know, like the Redskins will have scouts going to all these games. So you scout them and you talk to the coaches. And then when you're at the Combine, you're watching. Um, by that time, you have – all of the stat information you need, and you've already talked to the coaches to see what kind of player he is. You've done your investigation. Um, and then you can go to his pro day, um, which is, you know, it's a pro day for a school. So if you're there to see one player, you know, you, they can't really target. Most, most teams do their due diligence. So you can skate by. I mean, I, there are drafts every time where the top guy's like, wow, I didn't even talk to them. I didn't even know they were interested in me. And it's, it's so much misdirection. Everybody lies. Arizona knows what they're going to do. I don't know why they are not either. So what making, are they going to do? I think, well, I think they're going to obviously – I think they're going to draft Kyler Murray and they're going to trade Josh Rosen. I think they haven't gotten the offer they want and they're trying to bid against the other teams. Um, of course, the Redskins' name will be thrown in there. The of Redskins course. deny it, which makes me believe that they're really talking to him. But <laughs> in, in terms of the compensation, you know, I just don't think they've gotten the first-round pick that they want. Um, now, but, but the further it goes, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeremy, the further it goes, there, d- doesn't his value come down? It, it may, but again, since, every, since they hold all the power with that first pick, it, it, until it happens, I don't think anything really changes. Um, now, also, let me just say here, I don't know if what I just looked up was right, but our biggest complaint about 15 minutes looks like it's actually 10 minutes between picks. So, good job, us. Well, fuck me, then. <laughs> 10 minutes is way too fucking long. <laughs> Thank you. They just changed it just now. The point, <laughs> the point still stands completely. It's 10 minutes is ridiculous for all the reasons Jerry just mentioned. Yeah, so, <clears throat> so with how inexact a science the draft really is, because how many first-rounders just fizzle out? And then you see some guy two, three years into his career, into his rookie deal, and then he strikes it big. Now, Ioannidis from the Skins, very solid inside lineman, <clears throat> just signed a nice deal. Was he a fifth rounder? Fifth rounder. Yep. Okay. Sounds right. So, 
they put all these resources, they play all these games, they go back and forth. ESPN has the big, you know, big jerk-off fest on, on Thursday night for round one, and half the guys in round one probably aren't going to make the impact that some guy in round five or six is going to make. So if that's the case, what, what am I missing? Why are all the resources that these teams you know, put, put forth into, into stri- you know, the home run ball when you could technically get you know, just single after single after single and just keep hitting? Well, there's not that much difference between the 20th pick and the 35th pick, right? So that's like true. But you got to hit your first, your top 15 picks. I mean, your top, Boom. your top 15 picks, you have to hit. There should not be any busts in the top 15. Um, but if you're, if you're, ironically, we're at 15. Ironically, <laughs> um, but like, so if you're if you're picking at the, you know, where the Patriots are picking or the Rams, you know, there's no difference between or not a material difference between that player and, um, you know, the middle pick of the second round. Right. So the late first round bleeds into early second and the, and the difference is very small. And most of your late round gems are going to be big guys like linemen, um, defensive linemen, because they're, you know. See, that's where I, I get like an old map and I just put a bunch of pins at like Nebraska and then I just draw a big ass circle around there. And I'm like, how many linemen can we get from this area of the country? Because they all seem to be good. I think that's what Bruce Allen does too. I think he, <laughs> that's how he just picks his player. You're giving how, him too much credit. Yeah, I think unfortunately, instead of going to the Midwest and getting the corn fed guys, he like, he, he puts a pin in like Ontario and forgets that they don't play football up there. California or Canada? Both. But I agree with you. I think that the draft obviously hinges on Murray. If Murray doesn't go one, it's going to be a shit show because people are going to be trying to trade up. I can see the Redskins trying to get up for the Jets to, to do something there um, because obviously Murray would be a big marketing coup for them. Um, awful decision if they did that. But I could see – So, but teams are going to be scrambling. Right. Because what I think is going to happen – is generally teams are going to reach on quarterbacks, um, including maybe the Redskins. Uh, and then that means stud players drop. Mm. Yep. So you can get a guy who you have sixth on the board sitting there at 15, like, oh, holy shit, I can't believe that guy's there. Yeah, very well said. And sort of um, just to pile on my own point a little bit, I think that's one of the reasons why they're waiting. Because if they trade Rosen, everybody knows what they're doing as far as I'm concerned. That's taking Murray. There's still a little bit of doubt if they don't make that trade beforehand. Um, and, you know, I, I was listening to the radio on the way into work today, and they're talking four, you know, four quarterbacks in the top ten now, including Jones and Locke, who I had heard had slipped almost maybe late second or late first, early second. So these things are changing, it seems like, by the minute. And, you know, Jerry or, or, or Todd, let me know. How does that happen at, at this stage in the game that things are changing this much? Well, I think, I think Jerry hit on it, <clears throat> and quarterbacks are like eye candy. You know, and once the first one goes, everybody's like, shit, I need one. Oh, wait. Well, what if we, you know, we really needed a backup. We needed to bring this guy along or whatever the case may be. And so I think Jerry's right in terms of that first pick being Murray. If, if he doesn't hit first, it's going to be, I, I think that's worse for a team like the Skins. And we'll talk about that in, in, in part three, um, because the domino effect of the quarterbacks is going to go so much quicker. If that first quarterback falls to three or four, you're going to see four of them like in the next five or six picks. Sounds like a fantasy draft. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm sure the NFL execs are so much smarter than the fantasy guys we play with. You know, they know. Fuck our fantasy league, dude. I'm always getting the shittiest selections. I don't know. I don't know how he Jeremy gets all like he'll get like. Isn't he the commissioner? Yeah, oh, he gets like the best picks. Just cheat, you know, works out well. Did me. he? Did he go undefeated last year? Bastard. Yep. God, what a cheating motherfucker. Uh, and with suck. that, we are going to wrap up part two, and we are going to focus on the burgundy and gold in part three. Something that makes our our the, the title of our pod so true. Never has there been more tears shed on the burgundy and gold. We will see you in part three.